0: Welcome to the Foyne Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Okay, here we go. It's another episode of the Foin Jones Show. These are our survival specials and today i'm joined by my second job seeker ben hawkins ben is a very popular charismatic and kind figure on social media he enjoys uh, a lot of attention and a lot of respect on linkedin and he's currently between positions but keeping himself busy i wanted to get him onto this show building on the success and feedback i have with kingsley moyle um, to give another job seeker the chance to showcase their talents their personality but also ben share advice and you know words of guidance on how you're dealing with a crisis before yep. we start i thought of you this morning as i was doing my prep because i saw a quote from uh i've got one of his quotes on the wall behind me sun to zoo, the aunt of war um and the quote was in the midst of chaos there is also opportunity and that made me think of you ben because with everything on lockdown with businesses in our, stra- in our markets of KBB, interiors, construction supplies, merchants in almost at standstill. You're quite yeah. a unique talent because you're still managing to secure work and secure orders. Ben Hawkins, welcome to the Four and Jones show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right after that intro. I mean, that was a big build-up for you, mate, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I was thinking, wow, what's coming next? (laughs) Yeah. I I genuinely, though, in the midst of chaos, there's also opportunity. That that really made me think of some of the conversations we've had, where you're securing orders, you're keeping yourself busy, you're between work, but you're finding yourself things to do. Let's be honest, mate. These are terrifying, unknown, surreal, and kind of tranquil times we're going through, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been made redundant twice in the past. So I think that's given me the skills to cope with it because the first time I was made redundant, I I was petrified. But then I learned not to fear it, to embrace it, because there's always opportunities. It's just a case of when. Mm.
0: And, and, and finding those opportunities is a real challenge. Um, I've shared this on a lot of my, on my episodes, mate, that, you know, I am inundated with heartbreaking calls and messages at times from from people at all different levels. You know, senior level, middle management, business development, junior level that are lost, have lost their positions. They've been made redundant. They've, they've had job office retracted through no fault of their own. You know, yeah. the coronavirus is no one's fault, but it's impacted society. It's impacted our way of life. It's it impacted our economy. And it's also, you know, it's it's got, it's, it's impacted. It, there's been a horrific loss of life. So yes, no one would have expected to be locked down, to be isolating, to be going through what we're going through. But yeah. if you take a step back, we're blessed in a way that we're still going through it because we've got our health and we've got that opportunity in the future. Let's, dwell on the impact it's had on you, Ben, as a job seeker. How has job seeking changed before and after the lockdown or before and after the crisis per se?
1: Um, Nobody seems to be looking for full-time staff. All the conversations I've had are, do you want to come and work for us part-time? Do you want to work for us and we'll give you 2% commission of everything you sell? You know, and the reality is if if I'm working for someone and just getting 2% of what I sell, I might as well go and work for myself. Hmm. So it, it, it's quite hard. Everybody's fearful because they don't know when this is going to end. So people don't seem to be recruiting as much, if at all, at the moment, to be honest. Hmm. So I've just been trying to develop my skills and develop my customer base and support my customers, basically.
0: And you've got, you know, you've got, we spoke about this before we started the podcast, but you've got over 13 years experience in this stone and tile industry. And, yeah. you know, that experience gives you, you know, a customer base of tiling contractors, main contractors. You've got links and big relationships into, into the art, architect and design community. You work yeah. with showrooms. So you could bring relationships, business development, sales management, Pure sales, and also you know procurement, supply routes, different suppliers, yeah. different routes to market to to an employer. So there's so much that you can offer someone. How do you start a day? You know, how do you start your typical day, bringing all that to life? So talk me through your job searching day, your plan. How, what, t- tell me how you do it, mate.
1: I just basically get up and have a coffee first of all, because. If I don't have a coffee, then I can't function. And then from there, I jump on the email. I, I have a look and see like who's responded to me about stuff I've been talking about. I trawl through LinkedIn constantly, seeing if I can help people, help my customer base. I've landed a number of orders while I've been off. I've just done it for my development and to to, to keep busy with my customers. But it's not something I'm paid for um because obviously like I, i'm just trying to keep busy really more than anything mm. i take the dogs for a walk i keep busy with that i've been doing the garden uh the garden's looking brilliant i've learned how to make soup um <laughs> which you know i become a bit of a housewife in that regard but you know yeah
0: but, yeah, but I again busy. you know you're you're keeping your mind busy and you're keeping your mind active yeah. Your your presence on LinkedIn is 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 very visible, you know. And and how how did you let's say you are a job seeker who's not been made redundant before, not really experienced LinkedIn as a social media platform, but that, you know they're, they're more Facebook or whatever. You're going onto a business Facebook. You're going onto LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, where did that start for you, Ben? How did you grow your profile, your personal brand, your connections?
1: I just added everybody that was in my field and Mm. just sent them a standard message saying who I am, what I do. Um, I would try and read people's profiles. So I would see what they do, what interests them, who their business is. And I would try and personalize my message. So I'd just say, hi, Dave, I've just been reading your profile and, uh, love that you've done this and what a great project you won recently. And, uh, it'd be great to connect because I work in projects and I think I can add some value to your business. Try and make it personal. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people just adding people to make the numbers up. And I don't think that's cool. You know, it's not, it's not Instagram. It's not about getting loads of likes and stuff. It's about real relationships linked in, I think.
0: The, 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 the people that I, the content I enjoy watching, reading, viewing, getting involved in interacting with for me it's something which is always personality-led you know I'm interested in the person the story the that you know I I want to I want to feel it and if if every post I see is just someone trying to sell or telling me how good they are or how wonderful they are I, I don't it doesn't draw me in at all and the amount of Different messages and requests I get, you know, it's it's there's like a queue, it's a constant conveyor belt. But but then there will be something. It might be a video, it might be a story, it might be a a visual, you know. But something in there captivates you. And for me, it's that it's that rawness of a person. It's bringing what you can offer to life in a different way. I mean, you said something earlier on about being kind, offering help, offering advice. It's everyone says it and we talk it, but but you're an example of, of I can see it happening. That must get you great feedback and buy-in and warmth, because you shared something a few days ago, saying um, you was overwhelmed by the support and warmth you've had.
1: Yes, I mean, you know, I'm not naive. I I realise that if I support my customers, my customer base, even though I haven't got a job, it it keeps their business going. Mm. And when I've got a job again, I know that they're going to still be surviving. I know that they're going to remember me, which is important in sales. Um, and you know, on the selfish perspective, they have been sharing my story with all of their contacts. And yeah. I've had people high up on the Tile Association write to me, on the Stone Federation write to me, um,
0: celebrities write to me, saying, "Look, I was going we'll- to say, you, you know, you network with a, you network in the showbiz celebrity world, mate, don't you?" I supplied a Megastars
1: uh house with uh limestone. I'm not allowed to say who, but you know, I enjoy what I do and that's the reality mm. of
0: it. I mean I know, I know that there's some people you can't you can't tell us about, but but I've heard rumours, Ben, that you that you've you've supplied stuff to Nigella Wilson Nigella, Nigella Lawson, sorry. Who's Nigella yeah. Lawson? Nigella Lawson, Cheryl Cole. You know, there, there's a few people you told me about and I'm going, Yeah, I bet they had a decent budget when they were when they were talking to you.
1: Yeah, I mean um the director at the time for the company I was working with, he wouldn't let me go to Cheryl Carl's house because he figured that I wouldn't ever come back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Stephen Gerrard was another one that we supplied mm. um, loads of people. The, the owner of Monsoon, mm. I did his house and I project managed his house. That was really cool because uh, I had a coffee with him and uh, he had Calacatta marble all throughout his bathroom and, i totally project managed it i supplied Mm. the bank of east asia in soho with the staircase i did that totally off my own back i even helped measure it up and uh, uh the owner of barclay homes i did his private flat in london really cool stuff and basically i love what i do and I think yeah, right. ben,
0: to show You what, ben, see what, Betsy, that just listening to you there is captivating because, you know, I mean, people just on the audio here, they won't, they might be able to feel it, but, you know, you're smiling, you, your eyes have come alive, you're talking about the projects that you're proud of, the people you're building relationships with. From an employability perspective, if you were sitting yeah. in front of me or some of my clients, that's what I'd want to see. I'd want to get to know you as a person, um, and I want to see that passion. From a, um, you know, a what's next for you yeah if you know let's, let's use this podcast selfishly for you Ben all right I want to use this to showcase your skills and your talent across all of my listeners all of my network and all of my connections so yeah. let's talk about what the ideal job is for you and what what you would bring to that job so let's focus first of all on what the ideal job is for you next if you could write your own job description what would it look like Ben
1: Well, I mean, the ideal ideal above anything else is like, I've got a lot of supplier contacts, a lot of industry contacts, customer databases, everything. Um, There may potentially be a a tile business out there that's just starting up or hasn't been going very long. It'd be great to be a business development manager, national sales manager, sales manager for a business, or... Mm even potentially someone that wants to invest in a showroom but doesn't have the total knowledge and the contacts to get that business going, um, it would maybe be great to be part of a business that's just considering starting up or someone with the financial clout that maybe wants to go into tiles but doesn't know how to start it. because i can't start my own business because i don't have the finances so there's so many different routes that it could take for me business development sales management is what i'm good at but also maybe helping someone build a business from scratch
0: so 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 if we crystallize that for the listeners you're, we're looking at we're looking ideally in the style and home market but we can spin off into the allied sectors because I mean you summed it up brilliantly before we went live the you know a designer and architect is not just going to be specifying and buying tile and stone they're going to want the the kitchens the bathrooms the interiors they're going to want you know the the full deal so there's no reason why your relationships can't transfer into other and allied products as well as what you've done historically yeah Um, you could do a business development role you could do an account management role you could do a sales management role but yeah. then if there was a business, a listener, a connection who was considering dipping their toe into a different market or opening something new, you could partner with them, whether it's a joint venture, you bring your expertise and your contacts, they bring their capital or their, you know, there'd have, have to be a way of making that work. Yeah, You could be quite dynamic, quite quite a dynamic partnership with the right person. And yeah. That's, yeah. that's ultimately the message I want to try and get across. I want people to know that, You know, Ben Hawkins is is a trustworthy, humble, potential employee. He he can add a lot of value. So what I'm going to do from a Foyne Jones perspective, and you'll be the second uh, job seeker we've done done this for in part of this series. I'm going to say publicly, and I'll put it on all of our updates surrounding this podcast, that if any individual, company, brand, person listening to this, reading the updates, likes what they hear and they want to talk to you directly, They can have access to the video interview we've recorded. I'll give them a copy of your CV. I'll put them in touch with you and we will charge zero. There will be nada, no cost. This will be absolutely free of charge because I want to help you, mate, because I believe that whatever it is you do, whether it's your own business with financial backing, whether it's a partnership with someone, whether it is as an employee, you can add so much value and we need, people like you in the industries that I love and work in. So I'm going to do that for you, Ben. How's that?
1: Thanks, mate. I really appreciate that, you know. Really do. No
0: problems, mate. No problems. So we're going to move on slightly, all right, because what what we're going to move on slightly now is I want to, selfishly for me, get some advice from you, which I can share with others in the same situation. So what advice, Ben, would you give to other job seekers during this current crisis give me give me three pieces of advice that keeps you sane keeps you motivated and keeps you going
1: i think you've got to take breaks from looking for a job uh that's the key one you've got to concentrate on your mental health i think mental health's really important so you've got to get out walking with the dogs or whatever it might be um the other bit of advice i would give is decide are you happy in the industry you're in if you are Keep networking. What I found is this is the best possible time for networking that I've ever found. Um, Literally, I've costed more tile now than I've ever costed in my career, to be honest, because people have got time on their hands to speak to you. And uh, what I've been doing is I've been helping my customers to keep them afloat, to keep their businesses going, to make sure they're still getting product i've been doing that free of charge because i realized that when this is over their businesses will still be going and i'll be able to go into them and they'll remember me you know just because i've lost my job you've got to keep networking
0: and Ben, Ben, that is so powerful mate i've adopted a very similar principle here at foyne jones okay Mm -hmm. i'll be very very honest and and i've shared this in other podcasts most, if not all, of my recruitment projects are closed down or at an almost standstill. I have some interviews going on virtually and we've got bits and pieces going on, but there's no fixed start date. There's no recruitment wheels really turning. So it's been a lot of pain for a business owner, like myself. So what I've done is I've protected the welfare and future of all my staff. I've done that. You know, I've got a duty of care to my own family and I, and, you know, God bless. God God we're all okay. We're fit. We're well. So I've been using the time to think about creatively how my business can evolve. I've got new marketing, new pricing models, new approaches, which I'm going to bring out. But during all of this time, I've been making sure I'm visible on social media. I'm over communicating with everyone and anyone. You know, my my contacts will get video messages from me. They'll get phone calls from me. They'll get texts from me. You You know, but some some you know sometimes it's good to over communicate it's really good to talk yeah. and if i can be seen as a business which is trying to provide advice you know getting guests onto my podcast series which are who are sharing the changes they've had to make to their company some bad some good some amazing you know you're, you're being seen as someone who's trying to make a difference i hope like you do that when because it will be over and when it's over you know things come back to normal. The person and brand and company people think of in recruitment is a company like mine who continued to try and help others for no real gain, just to keep people going. I'm doing weekly webinars to help people who have been made redundant because you know it's not their fault, so we're trying to help them. Um, and keeping networking is fantastic advice mate. So so far, you've told me, get your own mental health together. Look after yourself. Take breaks. Get, you know, exercise your mind, exercise, exercise, exercise your body. Keep networking. What be the third piece of advice, mate?
1: Stay positive, because um, I'll admit when when I lost my job and I wasn't furloughed, I took it badly initially, and I had to leave LinkedIn alone because I noticed that my posts were a little bit negative, so I had to mm. step back. I had a lot of people contact me saying, I've seen your post. Um, I wasn't furloughed either. What do you recommend? And these were complete strangers. And what I realized from it is negativity was breeding negativity with other people. So Mm. keep your LinkedIn positive. Stay positive because the world doesn't want to see negativity right now. No, you're right. And talk to your family if you're feeling down and talk to other people because like the key is you're not alone but keep linkedin positive because being negative doesn't help anyone
0: i think you know so so you've given us three great bits of advice focus on your mental health and your physical your physical well-being keep networking and stay positive i get exactly what you mean by point three because my moods can change by the hour you know not by the day or the week by the hour and I get to a point when I just have to power down. So I just turn everything off because if I'm not careful, I could be working every single hour of the day because there's always a message on my LinkedIn inbox. There's always someone emailing me. There's always something there, which sometimes you want to engage with, you want to respond to, but it's all right actually to just turn it off and get back to people and, and regroup and recover. So that lends itself to positivity because Your mood, how you type, how you communicate, how you feel, it comes through everything you do. So sometimes, and uh, my nan taught me this, it's best to say absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then wait until your head's in a better place to start communicating again. So I think they're three brilliant, brilliant bits of advice, Ben. All right? So thank you so much. I want to bring, like, going back to, to why we've got you on this podcast to kind of showcase yourself and your skills. Yeah. I'd love to end the podcast, Ben, by you... Almost giving us an elevator pitch or a, you know a pitch to the Dragon's Den audience. Imagine every listener is a potential employer, business owner, or investor who's gonna make it make make this dream opportunity come true for you. Yeah, in a minute, you know, no more than a minute. What would what would we get if we were to work with yourself, Ben? Go on, over to you, mate. Drum roll, bada 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 bada, <laughs> bing, go.
1: Right. So basically, um I've been in the industry 13 years. I've recently set a business up from scratch. I understand the industry inside out. I've got supplier contacts, customer databases, the whole shebang. But what I've learned above all else is customer service is the most important thing out there because anybody can sell you a product, but only the best can sell you a service. And what with my technical background and my technical mindset as well, I can support the customers technically. I can support them with service. And I think the reality is, you know, as I've shown in this COVID period, I'm still supporting my customers now, even though I don't work for anybody. And and that's the key to all of this is uh, sticking together, really. Sticking together as an industry and we'll get through it together, basically.
0: Ben, thank you so much, mate. I'll say it again. In the words of Sun Tzu from The Art of War, in the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. I want you to promise me one thing, Ben, that we'll stay in touch, But yeah. or two things. I know you'll do the first thing anyway. But secondly, when this is over, yeah. we will meet up. I will bring Snoop, my Cocker Spaniel, and you will get your two little dogs. What are their names?
1: Tia and Nola.
0: Right, so Snoop will come and meet Tia and Nola, and we'll do one of your walking dog networking meetings together how about that mate that sounds really good yeah We're we're even bring callum along and he can film it and we can make it we can turn it into we can turn it into a little feature on dog networking
1: what i'm also discussing with some of my customers is all meeting in the future for a beer so we could have like a mass networking event as well in the future there's a lot.
0: I mean, the mass networking piss-up, I'm always up for it, mate, so don't, so don't don't, worry. I'm always up for that. But I do like the idea of getting my dog and networking involved as well. I that's a great little angle. And I'll tell you what, I don't care how many busy development managers or sales managers, those architects, see in a month, Yeah, you'll be the only one who's saying, let's go and walk our dogs together. I've
1: done it. You know I mean? Yeah, it's brilliant.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's, it's absolute genius, mate. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, mate. As I've said, if anyone wants to get in touch with Ben Hawkins, You can reach out to him directly you can come through me and i can give you access to his cv and a video interview i can't rate the guy highly enough i wish you every success mate we are foyne jones stay safe keep healthy be positive thank you very much thanks all so that's the end of the show we're foyne jones stay safe keep healthy be positive because together we will get through this.